You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Hoosiers? It is Wednesday, August 25th. You are listening to Locked On Hoosiers, your daily source for IU Athletic News. I am your host, as always, Jacob Rood. I thank you for making Locked On Hoosiers part of your day. The NFL season is about to begin, and nobody covers it like the Locked On Podcast Network. August 30th through September 8th, the Locked On NFL Podcast is previewing every team, every division, with the help of Odyssey's lineup of experts. So make sure you follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts uh, and begin tuning in on the 30th. Obviously some really big news today. Uh, Jalen hood Shafino commits to the Hoosiers. We are going to talk plenty of that in the first two segments. And then as that news was breaking, there was also news of the alliance with the Big Ten, Pac-12, and ACC. We'll talk what we learned today. We still don't really have a lot of clarity, but we'll try to figure out some things. Um, as both of those happened simultaneously at 2 o'clock Eastern, I was recording the Locked On Big Ten podcast. So after this, head on over there and hear me talk about the Hoosiers. As always, you can subscribe to Locked On Hoosiers wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Follow me at Jacob Rood on Twitter. Follow the podcast at LO underscore Hoosiers. Follow us on Instagram lock, uh, at Locked On Hoosiers. Obviously, the starting point today is Jalen hood Shafino's commitment. Uh, all within a matter of moments, it felt like. Uh, I personally, had, as I said, started the Locked On Big Ten podcast. We had just hit start recording. I had a separate tab open watching this announcement as best I could. Uh, CBS Sports HQ is where it was streamed, and they drew that out as long as possible. They milked it for all it was worth. Um Fortunately, I had my mic muted, so there was no reaction on the podcast, but uh, he picks the Hoosiers, um, literally also as the Big Ten is announcing their alliance. Apparently, 2 o'clock was the power hour for Tuesday, but ton to cover with this Hood Shafino commitment. Um, he is the first top 25 player to commit to IU since Romeo Lankford in 2018. A little bit of a deceiving stat because... Uh, according to 247 Sports, who I've referenced before, uh, Christian Lander was rated marginally higher than him. Tamar Bates was marginally lower. Trace Jackson Davis was right there as well. Gives you a sense of where Hood Shafino ranks among some recent guys that we've been able to land. Uh, he comes out of Monteverde Academy, which is a powerhouse program for uh, NBA prospects, basketball prospects, just in the 2021 draft alone, Cade Cunningham, Scotty Barnes, Moses Moody all came from Montverde, all were lottery picks. Um, in recent years, you have guys like Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, D'Angelo Russell, RJ Barrett, all play at Montverde. They have a terrific track record. That time of year again and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the season. As always, Bet is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline. Uh, 
be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo where you make a bet on Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Buccaneers and Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Of laying a foundation for some of the top recruits uh, and future NBA prospects. Big shout out to Kenya Hunter, who was the lead recruiter on this for the Hoosiers. Assistant coach, Hood Shafino, talked about him specifically. Hunter has recruited uh, Shafino, Hood Shafino since his junior year. Uh, he was vital in this recruitment. Um, big shout out to him for getting this done. Uh, Hood Shafino, we talked a little bit about him last week. 23rd ranked nationally by 247 Sports. Third among combo guards. We're going to talk about where he might fit in with the Hoosiers here in the next segment. But first, I really want to talk about what this kind of means for IU landing a commitment like this. Listen, there were a lot of questions. There will still continue to be questions about Mike Woodson. He's really not going to kind of rid himself of those doubters, those questions, until he wins basketball games. This man could have not done anything else to win over doubters off the court so far. To land Tamar Bates, to land Hood Shafino, to keep Trace Jackson Davis, to have the strong performance that they had in the Bahamas, uh, he's saying all the right things. He's doing all the right things. Anyone that was doubting him, um, it's not a great time for them. And they are coming close to having to admit they were wrong. I, w- I don't know that doubt was the right word. I was uh, uncertain of what to expect from Woodson. It's just an entirely new environment he had not been in, and he is absolutely crushing it. Uh, by landing Hood Shafino, 247 Sports now has the Hoosiers with the number five class in 2022. Uh, they are behind, or excuse me, they have Caleb Banks and CJ Gunn in this class as well. Uh, it's early. They are not going to stay fifth overall, but they certainly have a strong start. Ohio State, Kansas, UNC, and Arkansas are the ones ahead of them right now. Duke only has two commits just right behind them. Some of those programs are going to get multiple more commits and will jump by you, but that doesn't change the fact of how good Hood Shafino is and how good Woodson has done. Uh, this, another fun fact, is uh, over the last five years, the uh, top two out-of-state recruits for IU, so recruits that obviously outside of Indiana over the last five years, Tamar Bates and Hood Shafino, who Mike Woodson landed in a couple of months, honestly. Uh, huge, huge recruiting win, huge recruiting wins, multiple for him in the past four or five months, uh, maybe not even that long. Just tremendous work by him and his staff to hit the ground running and recruiting uh, this summer without having much of a uh, an idea maybe necessarily of what they were looking for. 
for them to come in and make this big impact right away, huge for them. Huchifino himself talked a little bit about where he might play, a couple different scouting reports we looked at. We're going to jump in that here in the second segment in just one moment. That time of year again and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo, where you make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, season opener between the Buccaneers and Cowboys, and if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So enough about kind of IU, what this means big picture. Let's talk about Hood Shafino himself. We gave a little bit of a brief scouting report on him last week. Didn't want to dive too deep into him in case he goes to Tennessee. That's obviously who IU beat out in this recruitment. Uh, big word used with him is versatile, uh, as long as, or as well as kind of strong in his strength. Uh, he can play all three perimeter positions. I mentioned he was, uh, considered a combo guard coming out of high school or going into a senior year, but he's listed as a combo guard third in the class of 2022, uh, among combo guards. Uh, 247 Sports uh, called him one of the most versatile guards in the class of 2022. Now, all that being said, sounds like he can play all three positions on the perimeter. Uh, He said IU recruited him as a point guard. Here's his exact words. uh, Quote, Indiana recruited me as a point guard. That's where I feel I'm the best with the ball in my hands. feel like I'm a pretty good playmaker and able to get everybody involved and create for myself and do a lot to help my team win. Now, rivals Rob Cassidy, who we mentioned last week, he said the Hoosiers were in uh, the lead in Hood, in recruiting Hood Shafino, which obviously turned out to be true. Gave a little bit of a recruit or a scouting report on him as well. Uh, called him a physically imposing guard, kind of a phrase used often if you read some scouting reports. Uh, quote, his strong upper body allows him to get to the rim incredibly well and finish through contact. He has a solid mid-range game, but needs to become more consistent from deep. Fortunately, he, he's not going to be the answers necessarily to the three-point shooting problems, but in an offense that is going to be kind of spread out, more modern, more about pick and roll, getting to the basket, um, to have a guard who can do that and can finish through contact, have a decent enough mid-range game to stop for a little pull-up jumper here and there, That's going to be vital, and to see him recruited as a point guard is interesting as well. We're going to talk here in a moment about where the roster stands, where who might be coming and going. Uh, You don't recruit a four-star point guard like this without um, expecting to give him a good amount of the ball next season. So it could tell us some things about where the what the roster may look like moving forward. Uh, But going back to Hood Shafino, defensively. Cassidy said he's one of the most versatile, there's that word again, and tenacious guards in 2022. 
He brings a rare blend of versatility and quickness to the table and can guard multiple positions. If Mike Woodson wants to make a more modern offense, versatility is a big thing. We obviously know that he wants his big men ideally to be able to step out, um, knock down three, kind of a four out, one in, uh, pace, maybe not necessarily, yeah, well, pace, honestly, with how they want to push the ball in the fast break. Just everything you see more modern in the NBA. Hood Shafino seems to fit that bill in multiple ways. Versatility, quickness, um, combo guard can play multiple positions, defend multiple positions, uh, get to the rim, score at all three levels, even if he needs to work on uh, from three. So it, it makes sense why Woodson and his staff Again, you have to mention Kenya Kenya Hunter in this. Makes sense why they were recruiting him and why they were so high on getting him in the program, in the building, and whatnot. So, as I said, this is looking way into the future, but where will he fit into the program? Well, the good and bad news of this past COVID season, obviously terrific news that it basically didn't count towards eligibility for any player. So everybody could have an extra year if they want it. It creates a little bit of confusion in who has eligibility. I use a basketball roster, I think, does a great job of kind of clearing up that confusion. They list the year, which maybe is better served as the class year, academic year maybe. And then they list eligibility, where they stand in terms of eligibility, because basically last season does not count towards eligibility. You have as a free season, um, you have the option to come back if you want at basically the end of it, use up another year. So uh, all that being said, technically IU does not have a senior in terms of eligibility on the roster. Everybody on this upcoming team could come back next season. Considering Mike Woodson has three recruits coming in next season, That's almost certainly not going to happen, and it wouldn't be a realistic expectation anyway. And according to kind of academic year, IU has quite a bit of quite a few seniors: Uh, Xavier Johnson transfer, Michael Durr transfer, Miller Cop transfer, are all natural seniors. They also are considered juniors by eligibility, so they would be able to play next season if they wanted to. Rob Fennessy, considered a senior by class, a junior by eligibility. And then you have Race Thompson and Parker Stewart, Stewart, another transfer, who are redshirt seniors by class, redshirt juniors by eligibility. So that is six players who are seniors one way or the other, who could leave kind of up in the air um, at the end of this season. Seems more likely that the the guys who transferred might leave because a lot of times it's kind of a one-year transfer, try it out somewhere else and go on. But then again, that's not necessarily a given. And maybe those none of those guys will transfer. But between those six, it if half of them come back, um, then that kind of opens up a spot. There's always going to be the Trace Jackson Davis uh, decision kind of looming. Uh, he is an NBA prospect, and he would be drafted. He wouldn't necessarily be a first-round draft pick. It'd be 
interesting to see where he falls right now, but he would be drafted. He would be a prospect, especially if he is able to um, build on his kind of outside game, some of that versatility we've talked about. If he is able to do some of that and flash some potential and some skill on the perimeter, he is going to shoot up draft boards. Um, but that mixture of size and versatility is going to make him a hot commodity on um, on draft boards come this time next season. Uh, so that decision is always going to be kind of looming. Uh, ESPN's latest, well, their first mock draft for 2022 does not have him listed. It's incredibly early for that. So I don't know how much I would read into really any mock draft that far in advance. So that that's also looming. So there's seven players that could come or go within the next year, not counting potential transfers as well. You almost have to factor that in uh, somewhere. Somebody is going to probably transfer out this summer. Um, so there will be spots available. It also means that potentially... I don't know how much more IU is going to do on the recruiting circuit. Noah Clowney is somebody we talked about last week as well. He has a visit set up with IU, I believe this upcoming weekend, actually. So he will visit IU. He has He's down to his Final Four. He'll visit a couple other places. Um, he is a power forward who has some of that versatility we talked about. It's only a handful of people IU are still really in for. Malik Renault is a teammate of Hood Shafino at Montverde. Be interesting to see if that commitment really impacts anything. I'm not sure it will because uh, Montverde is such a basketball kind of factory almost that I don't know that any one player is that connected to another one. So we will see. It seems like mainly big men are where the Hoosiers have a couple uh, feelers out and are kind of warmer on some guys. So we will see how that pans out if IU um, cool pulls the brakes out a little bit on this 2022 class. Um, but how they recruit that will tell a lot about what Woodson and his staff thinks is going to happen at the end of this year. But we are not going to get that far ahead. We are certainly excited for Hood Shafino. Huge win for the Hoosiers, but we still have what should be a really fun season coming up. As I mentioned, the other big news on Tuesday the Big Ten Pac-12 ACC Alliance was announced. So we will dive into what we know and a lot of what we don't know after their uh, joint press conference today. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors, plus some occasional limited time flavors? Everything ranging from coconut and coconut almond to raspberry to peanut butter brownie, double chocolate. There's something for everyone. If you don't know, if you're indecisive, there are... Mix boxes where you can get two of each and pick out your favorites from there. Not only are they great tasting, they're healthy with 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Uh, you have amazing flavors, tasty, and they're healthy. Uh, if you need another reason to support Built Bar, if you haven't seen already, go look up their video with BYU. They gave all of the walk-ons their scholarships. Absolutely incredible uh, from them. Those are kind of my kryptonite. I love watching those videos. It's a great company to support. So go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get 15% off your first order. 
That's promo code locked on for 15% off your first order at BuiltBar.com. So it became official on Tuesday, this Big Ten Pac-12 ACC alliance that had been rumored for a little more than a week now, I think. We talked a lot about it on Tuesday's episode. I didn't want to dig too deep into it because, one, it was going to be old news pretty quickly for Tuesday, and two, I thought we would learn a lot more about the alliance on Wednesday, get some more clarity on things. Boy, did we not. (laughs) The first thing that has to be pointed out, just the kind of tone setter for how insane this all feels, there is going to be no signed contracts with this alliance. George Klyovkov, the Pac-12 commissioner, uh, said during this Zoom press conference, quote, there's no signed contract. There was an agreement among three gentlemen and a commitment from, from 41 presidents and chancellors. There is no signed document and there doesn't need to be. This came after the opening in which uh, Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner, uh, thanked all involved parties for, quote, working together and, quote, being honest with one another, uh, which felt like very pointed comments uh, directed at the SEC. So out of the gate, this seems like a partnership with a joint enemy being the SEC. Now, if you're wanting to think ahead, if that joint enemy changes, there is nothing binding these conferences together. This not off to a great start, but nonetheless, let, let's talk a little bit about what they did reveal. So the scheduling was always a big question, a big point of discussion for fans. They revealed a little bit. The Football Scheduling Alliance will feature additional attractive matchups across the three conferences while continuing to honor historic rivalries and the best traditions of college football. That was directly from their press release. The women's and men's basketball, the three conferences, will add early and mid-season games, as well as annual events that feature premier matchups between the three leagues. I interpret that as something akin to the Big Ten ACC challenge that will include the Pac-12 with both conferences in some way or manner. The other big note is that uh, Kevin Warren said that, quote, we're not going to interfere with any existing contracts. This is about honoring those existing contracts, but also building relationships between these three like-minded conferences. I know there was some talk about how this football scheduling would work. That's a pretty big hurdle to clear right away because a lot of these schools have their entire schedules planned out years and years in advance. So the only logical way that this is going to work right now for the near future is that a conference game is going to have to go and an N is going to go a game against one of these Pac-12 ACC teams. Potentially two conference games. I'd be stunned if that happens. I think it'll be one for right now. And everybody will kind of mix and match and play games until you can start working out more and more holes open up. Their eyes are way down the line, which good luck with that because as we already pointed out with these no-signed contracts, Feels like something ready to implode with the right amount of force. Uh, The other thing of note, which came out a little bit after this conference, was that the Pac-12 will announce its decision on whether it intends to expand before the end of the week, which I had thought was off the table. Not the case. The Pac-12 and Big 12 did meet 
before the Pac-12 met with these commissioners with the Big Ten and ACC. So there is a chance that the Pac-12 expands to include some of these Big 12 teams. I don't imagine it'll be all of them, but it could be some of them. And we have a super-duper mega conference. We will see what that entails. Another thing that is now noteworthy for Big Ten fans with this Pac-12 expansion we will keep an eye on that. Not sure that we'll talk about it on here, but we it's something worth keeping an eye on. Um, last thing from this press conference, the other big thing for why they did this was to have a unified voice in voting. One of the big things with that was playoff expansion. Kevin Warner, Kevin Warren, excuse me, is quote a believer in playoff expansion. Klyovkov said he is, or the Pac-12 is 100% in favor of it. The ACC isn't decided yet. I don't imagine you go into this alliance undecided about an issue like that. So publicly, he may be undecided. Privately, I imagine all three are lockstep on this. Or that right there might be the first first thing that pushes this to breaking up. Uh, It is going to be fascinating to watch. I don't know how much planning was put into this. I'm getting some vibes for soccer fans. I won't take this analogy too far in case some of them aren't. Soccer fans over early in 2021 saw the Super League come about where a lot of the top teams in European soccer decided to join together and make a league that was almost entirely focused on making money for themselves and screwing over everyone else, more or less, um, that immediately imploded because in that instance, fans hated the idea and were so vocal and loud about it that they all the teams had to backtrack pretty much immediately. Getting some vibes for the alliance with this because uh, this doesn't seem like it has everything planned out too well. And it seems like their partnership is based on a common enemy being the SEC right now. Change that common enemy. We'll see how in line and in lockstep this alliance is. Maybe they really are. Maybe they want to vote together and these three commissioners and 41 teams and maybe more are all in line. But time will tell. We don't really know a whole lot more about what this is going to entail other than it's a counter move to the SEC and it will make them all more money, which are really the only two things that matter in this instance. And that last thing is all that really matters in college sports with those higher-ups anyway. So all this will obviously be worth keeping an eye on. Not sure how much more news excuse me, we're going to get in the short term, but, but we will truly see how powerful these guys will be together Uh, I'm sure in the near future. That'll do it for today's show. I want to try to keep it a little shorter for you guys. I know I've had some longer shows this week. Uh, We will be back on Thursday with, uh, I'm not entirely sure yet. There's a couple things we might do. This is going to be the final kind of uh, preseason week. Next week will be game week. We'll try to get into more of a routine. Friday, uh, knock on wood, we should have a preview of men's soccer. So we will look and see what else happens tomorrow, what else we haven't touched during the preseason, and cover that. That'll be kind of our final preseason show. Uh, If you haven't already, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review. I want this to be a conversation with you guys. Uh, I do check those reviews, and 
I want to know what you guys think. So please leave a rating and review. Tell us what you think of the podcast. If you want us to discuss something, let me know in the review and we will do just that. While you're there, betting on the Hoosiers and college football doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. Have a wonderful Wednesday, everybody, and LEO.